Good morning, good afternoon, wherever you are. This is Chris. It's uh, slide uh, presentation number two, Sketchpad videos. And we're talking about finding peace within yourself. You may remember uh, video section number one, where we talked about the multi-dimensional aspect of separating yourself from the, uh, from the multitude, the seven areas of life. And we came to the conclusion that your inner wealth is finding peace within yourself. In other words, the ability to go to bed at night saying, I'm thankful for my day as gone. I'm thankful for the day ahead tomorrow. And I love myself for who I am. There's nothing I've done or not done that's not worthy of love. This puts your head on the pillow at night. And when you can say that to yourself at night, you will sleep long, long and well. We know that the four elements of sleeping deeply are gratitude for the past, present, future. Presence, which means um, recognizing that you're abundant. In other words, 10 out of 10 in all seven areas of life in a metaphysical sense. Certainty, knowing where you'd love to be in the next couple of years. So having some sense of direction and a future and love. And love we define in the first uh, video of this uh, packet as being love for the process of living. In other words, understanding how trees, um, growth rings expand and how we and the process of life going through order and chaos, support and challenge, infatuation and resentment and how elation be, um, leads to depression. Just seeing that there is always an incoming and outgoing tide. And I think the best definition of love for me is support and challenge. So to understand that in everything we do, support and challenge will exist. And that's how we can come to have um, inner peace within ourselves. In other words, inner wealth. And that's a never ending journey of exploration and understanding. And that's one of the main focuses of your coaching. Today, I want to talk about moving this forward and finding peace in each area of life. The first one I'd like to talk about is finding mental peace. Mental peace is most important because mental peace is very much linked to your emotional well-being. So the first thing about mental peace is to very clearly try to find always the order in the chaos. There are five laws of nature. We've gone over them over and over again, but I will repeat them just now. There's two sides to everything is number one, Two, everything grows at the border of chaos and order. So in other words, you can't hold stillness for very long. It'll become chaos. Number three, nothing's missing. The world is an abundant place. Everything in the universe is already there and um, it, it's in its own form and you just need to recognize it. Number four is uh, the mentality of life, which is um, that you can think at a higher level uh, uh, through gratitude and harmony and you can think at a lower level through anger and emotion and uh, ground zero operating in fear. And the fifth law of nature is as above so below the one and the many. In other words everything comes to a single to a single controlling center point we call it the totem. So uh, and in our life we would we would uh, typically call that our purpose. The second part of mental peace is the ability to adapt to change. And everything is, we know that change is the only constant in the universe. So we, we need to be constantly adapting, recognizing that things are evolving, changing, rather than to be living in the past. And that includes yesterday. 
You are not what you think. Um, what you think has nothing to do with who you are. Your thoughts are just your thoughts. And to be able to separate yourself from your thought process is very important. You are responsible for what you think. Now, what you think will cause a reaction. And if you want to be the cause of your life, mental peace means you choose the thoughts you're going to have that will cause the result you want to have. And so we don't think and act and behave in reaction to today. We think and act and behave in causation for tomorrow. Nobody treats you better or worse than you treat yourself. You cannot have mental peace if you perceive yourself to be a victim. You cannot have mental peace if you don't see yourself to be the cause of what your circumstances are. I know that um, is hard to take for some people. They wish not to swallow that pill. I understand that. There's a time when you can and there's possibly a time when it's just too big a thing to swallow. Finally, power is thought. So when people talk about being powerful or having the power of their career or having power in their hands or empowering women or being empowered person, we are talking about the power of thought. And mental peace is the secret to that thought. Understanding the order and the chaos is the only source of mental peace we can have. But the biggest mistake we make, and quite often people get it confused, that righteousness is power. Now, righteousness is when we say, I'm right, you're wrong, or this is my way is the right way and your way is the wrong way. And as soon as we polarize ourselves into righteousness, we make a stand. And when we make a stance, we create another human being to make an oppie stance. That's the way nature works. It's a balance. So if we make a stance, they make an oppie stance. And that's a nuisance because there's, it causes resistance and a fan dance. And there's a, a complete com, complicitance. Anyway, you know where I'm getting at with this. Righteousness is not powerful thought. The most powerful thought is a balanced thought. The most powerful thought is a balanced thought. With gratitude added, it's called love. Finding social peace. Social justice is an oxymoron. There is none. There's a bunch of people on one side of a fence saying this is right, and there's a bunch of people on the other side of the fence saying it's wrong. When you get tangled up in social justice in, in an attempt to find peace within yourself, it's nothing but pure narcissism, and that narcissism will get fed backwards into every aspect of your life and cause you untold emotional and mental stress. So be careful with social uh, under thinking that social justice is a truth. It is not. It is an opinionated position and understandable in the world. We're trying to protect the innocent. But righteousness is a crime against mental and emotional peace. There are two sides to everything. That gives you um, a, a key into understanding what's going on in the social world. You are no better in public than you are in private. Now, this is a really important thing that people in trying to get a, a um, branding and a social position and pretend they're somebody else other than who they are need to remember that we are no better in public than we are in private. And if we're uh, upset and stressed and angry or uh, depressed and um, frustrated or whatever it is in private, Although we can mask it in public, we are very transparent and people will see it. So we need to improve our private life as much as we need to improve our public life.
Um, nothing affects the child more than the unloved life of the parent. It's a very important key because sometimes we seek socially to put our children out there and make them monuments of who we would have loved to have been or how clever we are as parents or how fantastic we are as people. But our children are our teachers and nothing affects the child more than the unloved life of the parent is one of the greatest social reflections that we can have. Stop trying to make your kids or live vicariously through them. And last but not least for social peace, everyone and everything has a purpose. Finding relationship peace. The first step in this is to look after the garden. It's called romance. Romance is uh, to a relationship what marketing is to business. Romance is telling a person that they're beautiful, that they're going well, that they're doing the right thing, that they're clever, that they're smart, that they've done a great job even when they haven't. There is two sides to everything. The smart foot person and the person who's romantic focuses on the good news. The idiot focuses on the bad news and tries to fix their partner. So the art of romance is the art of marketing, is the art of sales. If you don't understand that, then uh, the, the relationship will become stagnant and a poison garden. The next step in a relationship piece is to have a stressless career. Too many people walk in the front door frustrated, angry, annoyed, disappointed, uh, and vent that in their home to their partner, thinking that their partner is some sort of sponge to all their unfinished business at work. We call it an emotional shower or pig poo boots in the inner wealth coaching. And what it basically means is we need to sort of uh, balance our work at work and come home balanced rather than exhausted. You can't love one person and hate another. I hear this so often that people have a relationship with a person but hate the grandmother or the mother-in-law or hate the sister of the brother of the cousin of the auntie of the best friend of the thing. You can't love one person and hate another. When you marry somebody, you marry the, the entire collective of both your own family and their family. It doesn't mean you have to like them. It doesn't mean you have to hang out with them, uh, most importantly, but it does mean you can't judge. The purpose of a relationship is not happiness. Just ask anyone who's been in a relationship for any small period of time and they'll concur with it. Nothing is ever missing. It just changes in form. We need to evolve. Relationships change. Quite often people live in the past wanting their relationship to be the same as it was on the honeymoon. And that's not the way relationships go. They evolve. And yes, they were highly, quite often highly sexual at the start and they don't become highly sexual as it goes on, but the sex takes a different form. The romance takes a different form. It's never missing. And as long as people appreciate what they've got and can see the different form it's taking, it, it, it remains a healthy romantic environment. The garden remains healthy. If you come back from work knackered, you're sabotaging your relationship. In other words, incompetence at work uh, that leads to exhaustion and you walk in the door and saying, oh, I'm so exhausted. 
There is no room for a relationship in that life. If you're coming to the weekend and going, oh, I'm just, uh, my weekends are so shattered and I'm so in recovery, then there's no room for a relationship in that life. That is the life of a single individual who's become self-obsessed and can afford the luxury of being incompetent at work for a week and try to recover on the weekend. Otherwise, in a relationship, that's poison. Finding financial peace. First thing about financial peace is to move from got to to love to. In other words, when we live hand to mouth in cash flow, in a business, in a relationship, um, in, in a family, in any circumstances, when, we, when we're living hand to mouth in any environment, we are living in a very uh, heightened state of emotional trauma. It's called fight flight. Never take risks. And when we talk about financial uh, profitability and gain, the best um, secret to profitability and gain is what's called cumulative interest. And that's the secret of wealth creation. Interest that earns interest on the interest of the gain of the interest of the interest. And um, there is a, a rule, of, I think it's called the rule of 72, if you want to look it up on the internet. If it sounds too good to be true, it is too good to be true. Wealth and lifestyle are opposites. If only, if only we could learn this lesson, that people who live as if they're wealthy um, are typically become poor because of it, and people who live poor usually become wealthy because of it. If you don't appreciate what you've got, you will lose it. Now, in wealth creation, you will find there are goals and you will find there are aspirations and targets and things we set. But if those aspirations and goals and things we set are at the diminishment of what we've got, then we are no doubt going to end up back where we are right now financially, or if not worse. If we don't appreciate it, we lose it. Finding career peace. Unless you're self-employed, there is no career peace. It's a lie. It's called motivation, and it is completely the distortion and market as romance is to a relationship and marketing is to a product, motivation is to a human being in a career. It is the, the fact of the matter is, if there's an economic downturn, you will be fired, no matter how good you are, if they decide to cut down staff. And as time goes on and businesses need to reduce staff, no matter how good you are, you may be part of the fallout. So career peace, oxymoron. If you're self-employed, there is career peace because you can have accumulate enough wealth in the bank and in your uh, home and in insurance to cover yourself if things go pear-shaped. And that's talking about two to three years worth of wealth creation, wealth uh, accumulation. Don't let your desire for pleasure get in the way of your work. This is one thing that I hear so often from people. I want to enjoy my job. I want to enjoy my job. It's got nothing to do with the work. It's not the work that kills a person. It's their attitude to work. Attitude sickness kills more people on earth than any other disease, which is, leads, which is linked to worry. The next one is do what you love and love what you do. It's not about the work, which is similar to what I've just said. And... Strive to become frustrated, incompetent, and insecure. In other words, evolve through growth. A lot of people try to avoid frustration and incompetence and insecurity because they believe it's a sign of failure. But actually, 
it's a sign of growth. And we need to evolve into those uh, states of discomfort because that's the chaos through which we grow into the next level of order. And that's how we achieve greatness in our career. Finding health and peace. Health is such a huge topic, but I can summarize it into a few. One, have fun. Two, eat to live, not live to eat. Three, beware of extremes. Four, grow young. What are young people doing? They're getting out, they're going for walks, they're they're enjoying life and they're not necessarily sitting on their ass watching TV, or they may be (laughs) watching their iPads, but they play, they enjoy the game of life. Protect your spine. Ultimately, at the end of the day, if you watch people age, it's their spine that goes first. Avoid impact. Um, People who play impact sports, Unless they're being paid a lot of money for it, we really need to reconsider any sport that requires a helmet. (laughs) Avoid impact and eat your greens. Finding spiritual peace. Spiritual peace is the oxymoron of all time. There is no such thing in the spiritual textbooks that leads to peace. There is a, 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 a guidance in spiritual teachings that leads you to a purpose, which leads you to work in the world for a purpose greater than yourself, which means yourself no longer becomes traumatized by the things you do. In other words, you've got a bigger reason for being on the planet than your feelings, your life, your happiness, your sadness, your thing. So find a purpose greater than you. It's just the most beautiful, spiritual, it's a joyful path, but it's hard. Beware of peace. If you find yourself at peace, start looking up the death notices because you might be in there. Be self-sufficient. In a relationship, people become codependent and it's poison and it kills them and it kills their family and it kills everything they stand for. So a spiritual peace comes from, a spiritual peace is an oxymoron. But self-sufficiency helps you live on purpose and that makes you super attractive. Give more to the world than you get. Avoid meditation at all cost. Learn mind control. It's the greatest gift you'll ever have. And lastly, trust something that's bigger than yourself. I hope you've enjoyed this short uh, summary of inner and outer peace. Uh, Of course, it is such a brief uh, introduction to the topic, but I maybe it gave you a few clues as to where you can find more peace in your life and therefore help others find the same. This is Chris. Have a beautiful day. Bye for now.